Ben. I wonder if Vanessa did that for Mike Kopech. <laughs> no, then you know she didn't. Because that wasn't love, man. That wasn't it love. Wasn't real love. I cannot wait for Darth Vader this Darth, year. Darth Coming Kopech. to you live from the Star Wars Geek Fan Club. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm saying. I'm hungover. <laughs> it's the Sons of Anarchy podcast with your host, Drunk Shy Sox fan. And Hot Take Tommy, on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy, I am coming in with more hot takes on outfield acquisitions. We got our build-your-own-socks acquisition because, you know, It ain't going to happen, but okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude. We got a build-your-own-socks acquisition. That's going to be a little fun thing. We got some Twitter escapades, and we got a little Merry Christmas shit. So all this presented to you by... DBC, DBC brand. brand. All Whoa. right, Tom. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing a hell of a lot better than you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> the headache's starting to come in waves. It's now, look, look, look. You know I, when that happens? Yeah, no, I do. But I haven't had that in since before COVID, dude. Because <laughs> like, I'm not going anywhere, first That's of all. That's the problem. <laughs> God damn. So I... I thought I was going to be the one on the mic today that was, like, not with it because I closed last night. Like, I was out until 1.30 a.m., didn't fall asleep till 2.30-something because I was wired from a big night at Lou's. And then – Exhilarating stuff, folks, selling pizza. Well, well it, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard work to, to sling dough the way I sling it, man. And, um, is that a wait? Is that a money term or is that a pizza crust term? That's a, that's a specifically a pizza crust term. That's Do people use it in another that, way. That's a double entendre right there. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. Hey, I know I'm pretty good at this shit. Uh, what can I say? Content creator. So <laughs> the uh, what the fuck was I saying though? Uh, oh yeah, like I was convinced I was gonna be dragging ass this morning, and then. I, I shot out my shot off my notes to you at 2:30 a.m. and I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm gonna shoot this off and go to sleep. As soon as I hit the send, I get a FaceTime video call from none other than my fucking co-host, who's drunk as wait. I FaceTimed you. You <laughs> what? I hung up on you because I'm like, I'm in bed. I'm trying to sleep. I'm not going to accept this FaceTime call from drunk-ass Steve at 2.30 in the morning. I'm not like, was, I don't want to deal with that right now. And so, yeah, what is this is 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, dude, we're supposed to record at 8, I think. And, like, I thought, again, I'm the one that's going to be dragging in the morning. Never mind. So all of this, like, we, like, go through this conversation. I'm trying to get through to Drunk Steve, like, go to sleep. And he's like, I'm not even home. And then, and then I'm, <laughs> I'm watching like, I'm watching Janae Iko tiny desk performance over yeah, here. Like, and you're like, question mark? I don't even and know. And I was like, that's Bay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just trying to – I was talking to a brick wall over there, trying to get you to shape up and get your ass home and in bed. And so anyway, it's, it's not 8 a.m. It's, it's a, it is 1020 because Steve needed a little extra snooze for <laughs> to make up for his escapades last night. <laughs> to say goose, the least. Goose Christmas IPA. I'm telling you. Yeah. You the magic flowing through the blood. That's going to do it. <laughs> Tis the season. Ho, ho, ho. Cheers. All that shit. 
All right. Well, Tom, let's talk a little White Sox baseball because that's yeah. why people are tuned in, right? Yeah. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm awake and I'm alive and I've got my. You are awake. Of, you are alive. You're my doing cup a... of instant coffee. <laughs> that that instant coffee is probably just mostly coffee grounds because the way that you rebounded just now is. I mean, the way you were five minutes ago to right now is 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 night and day. I'm just saying. What can I say, Tom? You just bring the energy. You just. I... You... <laughs> That's bullshit. It's coffee. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, do you want so, to talk about Puig? Because that's what I want. That's to talk exactly about. what I was gonna say. So I'm looking at these notes, and the first thing that pops up when I get home, because I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't even look at the notes till I got home, and that was at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> My God, Steve! And I look, and I, the first thing I read is why Puig is perfect, and I'm just like, good God, here we go again. <laughs> Dude, Puig is perfect for this team. He is literally like that is what we're missing, and I'm more and more convinced of it as I go along. Haven't we talked about this island beef before? Yeah, but I like I was like okay, so there's like this story in the back of my head is like yeah, but uh, Puig and Jose Abreu don't get along. What was that face? Your coffee is that bad, (laughs) dude? Coffee face. That's hilarious. Okay, okay, okay. So um, I'm looking into this, like, Puig and Abreu got beef that goes back to Cuba. And I'm trying to figure it out, like, where did this story come from? And I think it's completely unfounded. I mean, I went back on a couple articles uh, that said when they when Puig first came to the league in 2012, they the Sox played the Dodgers in 2014. 14 or 15 when Jose Abreu was on the team and they like had a cross interview where they were chatting. Like they showed up to the field or Jose Abreu showed up to Dodger stadium, like three hours before game time, just to hang out with, with Puig. And then there, if you're thinking about like, okay, so that's one example of like him chatting, like maybe he just wanted to chat with another Cuban. Okay. Okay, fine. So if that's not good enough for you, then there was a time where we all know that Jose Bray went back to Cuba and it was like an MLB sponsored thing. Who was tagging along with him? Yasiel Puig. They spent a lot of time together on that trip. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So this Island beef thing and they they played on the same team in Cuba, Cienfuegos. Uh, I was going to say that. Yeah. And yeah. Freaking Yasiel Puig's hometown is Cienfuegos. So everything that Jose Abreu has done for that city or that town, I don't know how big it is, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's no way that Puig doesn't love this guy. And obviously Jose Abreu is not the kind of like guy that's a hater. I, I mean, I don't know this, but like, just look at him. He's just, he's just such a good guy. So I'm, I think that beef, like island beef, is bullshit. Like I, I, I couldn't find anything to support it. I just, I think I, it's something that somebody made up at some point, and it just kind of caught traction for some reason. I've tried to look it up too, and tried to see if there's like any articles or whatever, and and there really isn't anything. It just seems totally unfounded. Um, yeah. you you look at, um, I mean, they are very different players. Don't get me wrong. True. They're very different in the way they True. carry carry themselves in the way they play the game. But that's totally fine. T- 
him and Jose, we talked about this last episode, right? Tim and Jose are the same exact way, right? Totally. And they're different. great team. And they're great yeah. teammates. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this on my run. Um, the partial Spanish speaker in me, and you should know this, Mr. Cocina Spanish. Um, <laughs> Cien Fuegos. Is that a hundred fires? Yeah, actually. That oh oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, <did. laughs> I just thought about that. Yeah, the literally. I never, yeah. The team I mean, name, the town. Yeah, yeah, it must have been something. Must have happened in that town's history that, like, I don't know. <laughs> it was hundred fires. It was very fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> you and the double entendres today. It was lit. I cannot right now. I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I'm um, just on one. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, it would be great. Don't get me wrong. I think he would be a good addition when we're talking about DH pieces, especially. Like, I mean, and to be honest with you, I think he would probably play a better left field than Eloy would. You're damn right he would. But did I just convince you of something? Is that what just happened? No. Here is you can't see me, but I'm doing like 13 double takes right now on the camera. Like what? You don't have to convince me that Yasiel Puig would be a fun addition to this team. You're damn right he would be. (laughs) You don't have to convince me though, right? True, true, true. You don't have to convince me. You have to convince this front office. And Jerry, yeah. Here, like I said, right now I think the White Sox are probably working on five million left. Five million? What? Thirty-five million. Thirty-five million left to patch this team together, and um, I don't think that outfield is on the mind right now. You know, I well, okay, so that that this is where my pitch to Jerry begins, and apparently my pitch to you whatever um so you said okay you did say you don't have to convince you but i do have to convince you because you're still naysaying in a little bit if you if i'm gonna be honest i can see you over here you're naysaying stop it with your damn when the kanye west thing <laughs> with the microphone where he shrugs <laughs> kanye just shrugging no 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 fuck you uh, <laughs> so here we go first of all he hasn't played since 2019 because he got the positive test for covid right before the start of the season and didn't sign the Braves contract as a result. So he, cause he was, he was all set to play for the Braves in 2020. Never came to fruition. <clears throat> so he's kind of out of commission. And as a result, there's also, there's not a lot of rumors swir- swirling around him. It seems like, and if anybody's looking for, you know, a right fielder right now, you would pick, like, who are your right fielders right now? It's George Springer, Marcelo Zuna, and then, you know, the rest of the field. Like Nick Markakis? Nick Markakis. Yeah, like, you're not thinking about Yasiel Puig right now. Like, nobody is. So, your market is saturated, and you could get a Yasiel Puig on the cheap, especially when you're thinking he hasn't played since 2019. Okay? So, that's – Part Rachel one. Luba. Rachel Luba. Yeah, I know. I, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. But you like, I think what she would be and what he might be going for is a one year contract where it's a prove it year. And then you prove it and then you like push all your chips in it and say, give me the fattest contract you can find. Like, that's where I think we could, we can get him in is, hey, we, you need a place to land for your prove it year come on down to the south side and let's see what you got. I think that's a great idea. 
And, you know, here's, the, here's part two. Here's part two of the sales pitch, right? So <clears throat> um, we, have <laughs> we have a four-man outfield right now for the most part, right? Or technically like a five-man outfield right now. I would say four. It's, it's safe to say four. Yeah, correct. Like I feel better about saying four because it's Adam Eaton in right, Adam Engel as your fourth outfielder guy. You have Eloy in left and Luis in center. Yeah, it's like platoon, platoon yeah. and right field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like what you're thinking about. Um, and then, you know, if you want to say like, okay, so like somebody gets injured, who's your fifth man? Because you need a fifth man. It's Leary, right? Leary legend. Now, I offer you a counterproposal on that build out of a, of a roster. You have your same four-man outfielder with Adam Angle, Adam Eaton in right, Eloy in left, and Luis in center. Now, inevitably, somebody's going to get injured. You have Adam Eaton with injury history. You have Eloy Jimenez with injury history. You got Luis Robert, who's young as hell. Uh, you got Adam Angle, who's, like, never had an injury, but the way that he plays the outfield – like he's going to run into some shit, like, and, like get his ass like with a rolled ankle or something. So I'm just, I'm it's inevitable. One of these outfielders are going to get injured for some stretch of time. And you're in the kind of a season where you don't want to have a 15 game stretch where you're putting goddamn Micker Adolfo out there in, in, in left field. You know what I mean? Like you don't want that this season, just not nothing against Micker Adolfo as a prospect, but He's a prospect. It's not that time right now. Okay. Micah. So, Micah. Adolfo. Oh, whatever, man. Get it. Fine. Fine. You're probably right. But not, I am in the middle of my like quintessential, most important sales pitch of my life. And you are ruining it with your negativity. So, um, <laughs> I'm the heel today. I told you that. <laughs> okay. So what's our solution? Again, I say Yasiel Puig because you pull him in as your fifth outfielder in air quotes slash DH. So what do you do with good players? You find at bats for them, right? So if you have this problem, quote unquote, of too much depth in the outfield, you have a, you're in the AL, you have a DH slot that you can put these guys in. That's the beauty of the DH slot. And I know that like the thing that we always complain about is that we have had, had a hole at DH for the longest time. We don't have a real DH. We have like people that we just slot in that position, but Hey, if, if there's no DH on the market, like if there's no Nelson cruises out there just to be picked off of the vine, like you got to make something happen. So I say, get another outfielder, a guy like Yasiel Puig, put him in the lineup every day, every other day, you know, like kind of make it happen, manufacture something for him. And you got yourself a good ass shot at being even better contender for the title in the division. I'm, I'm, I like, tell me I'm wrong here. I, I think this is a great freaking idea. Okay. Here's where I'm going to start with you because I, I don't get me wrong. Yasiel Puig would be a great addition. I'm going to say it again. But a few weeks back, when White Sox Twitter was getting super hype about possibly getting George Springer, when White Sox Twitter was talking about, <laughs> you know, oh, we're going to get this position player. What, what, were, 
what was your number one driving point? We are a middle-class organization. not And not, our big need is? Starting pitching. Has that completely been filled out yet? No. Your one, two, three are great. Your one, two, three are excellent right yeah, now. Yeah, they are. But your four and five suck. That, or are okay. completely unproven. They're, exactly. Or are They're completely unproven. 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 And, you know, you can you can say I, – I still think, like you, that we're not done in that position. Um, we need to add to what we've got. And we've been on record saying like Jose Quintana is a great idea for that. Or, you know, like just like anybody that can throw up a four ERA in, in a given season and not just like totally shit the bed. Uh, it's just a good idea to get somebody in that on that four slot for us. However, and, and somebody's going to get injured, right? And somebody in, yeah, pitcher somebody, injuries are way more common. Yeah. Especially throughout the stretch of 162 games. Yeah, like especially when it's not – yeah. You know, you, you, you go back to Trisox Hayes' article where it's like you go through 10.8 starting pitchers in a given season. It's just, that's going to that's gonna start being a drinking point on this game. Take a shot of Malort <laughs> when Tommy brings up the 10.8 pitchers <laughs> per year stat. It's a huge deal. And especially with these freaking I mean, we just we can't bank on we can't bank on having three solid starters and that's it. That's not that's not good enough. You know, so I, I, I see where you're going with this and I hate you for it. Um but anyway, keep keep building on your point. What are you what are you going to? What are you trying what to say? What I'm go what I'm what I'm saying is the White Sox are working on that budget, that middle class mm -hmm. family budget. 30 to 35 million to build the rest of this team. The focus right now should be signing Jose Quintana or somebody, right? To fill in that four or five slot in your rotation. And that's, that's going to cost you 10 to 12 million. Mm -hmm. Unless you're going to pick off the scrap heap, you know? No, I, no. I don't, I don't want any more Gio Gonzalez's. I don't want any more. Uh, boo boo pitcher Ivan Novas. <laughs> I this this is if they're serious about winning now, which seems to be the mantra. I mean, the reason why you traded for Lance Lynn for one year. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dunning was an older prospect that you may have already. I mean, at this point, may not develop into anything more than what blasphemy. we've already seen. Blasphemy, according to White Sox Twitter, that is blasphemy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Dude, Dunning's going to be the next Roger Clemens, man. <laughs> sure, the Roger Clemens against Detroit oh and Kansas God. City. Good um, Lord. <laughs> so that's where I'm at, right? You traded for Lance Lynn for one entire year. Yeah, no, you got to. It's gotta win now. Something. Is it yeah. not? Is it not win now? And so that's trust why me, Yasiel Puig would be great. Another outfield piece that can also play D8, be in the DH <laughs> slot, um, would huge. be amazing. Huge. huge. But right now, pitching. Pitching, 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 pitching. Uh, like, I – can't we have both and, Steve? Can't we just get both, you know? <laughs> that, that meme with the, the little girl, why not both? <laughs> why not both? 
we're not both. I'm and I I think that's just it. Is like we we operate in the sense that like we have to that's what sucks about being a Sox fan, right? Is you operate in the sense that you you inevitably know that you can't ask for too much because your hopes are just going to be too high and the team's going to let you down. But we really could use this is what I'm saying. The team could really use some help like to get us over the next hump. Cause ever get up for the letdown, Tom. Oh, that's good. That's deep. That's deep. That's a, that's a Johnny Nani quote right there. So like shout that. out to Johnny. All right. So that, that's kind of all I had about Puig. I think he's perfect. I want him on the South side. And I think a one year prove it deal is like exactly what he needs and what the Sox need. So it's a perfect fit. So that's and all I'm I feel to say. that. And I feel that way about Jose Quintana and Liam Jose Hendricks Quintana are out. And to take a one-year deal. He, yes, he is. Absolutely, he will. Deal. He's, Absolutely. He's got nothing to prove. He's going to try to be like, anybody who's going to offer me more than one year, I'm going to take it because I'm, I'm about to just laugh to the bank on my way out of this league. He was injured and not that great last year. Um, and in 2019, he wasn't, uh, you know, his, his true self at times. So exactly I think a one-year deal. I mean. You I mean, don't think want a one-year deal when you're like, constantly bad you want a one-year deal he's not constantly <laughs> bad though he's not constantly bad he's well still got... we know that but he doesn't <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> and then also a closer like i cannot tell you yeah especially especially if you want to keep your andrew vaughn's your nick madrigals your your top prospects right you've got to have, have a closer yeah. to start the year you can't <clears throat> trade for a closer yeah Especially, it's going to cost you so much. Yeah, especially midseason to trade for relief pitching is always something else, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. All right. Well, hey, let's take a quick uh, let's take a quick coffee break. Yeah, I, I got usually go a up. beer break for us, but definitely a coffee break <laughs> for me this morning. Yes, good lord, do not drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Recovery day. <laughs> So, Steve, what's up, Tom? You have a project or idea that you want to be seen by as many people as possible? I might. Um, <laughs> do you provide a service but go underappreciated when you put yourself out there on social media? Social media? <laughs> and do you want sleek, impeccable presentation but lack the know-how or resources? Oh, of course. Well, if you answered yes to any of these, who who should I be telling you to get in touch with? Tom, I think you're about to tell me that I should get in touch with our friends over at DBC Brand. Mm. DBC Brand, with your choice of three solid tiers of social media marketing plans, you get access to professional social media content curation, email marketing, blog posting, live video and photography sessions, and more. Wow. Find out more by visiting dbcbrand.com and give your business the creative touch and spotlight it deserves. DBC, digital, digital by, by creatives. creatives. Yes! All right. Well, first and foremost, you, you have to air your frustrations to 
uh, a couple of our listeners here. Yeah, what in the hell? Like, I think we we've made our stances on things, I guess, pretty freaking clear on like where we would fall, and. I mean, with Minoso minutes, with like how we care about like what we we call it the Cleveland Baseball Club, which by the way they've made headlines and remaining the Cleveland Baseball Club. Like we are very clear, right? So, so maybe we should provide some to, background. Yeah, provide fast, some background. That's that's me providing background, right? So fast forward to yesterday. That doesn't make any sense. Go back to yesterday now. And somebody posts a photo of name this duo wrong answers only. And it's, I don't even know who the hell this eye patch mother effer is, but <laughs> the other guy is Ben Shapiro and they're wearing cowboy hats and like sport jackets. Ben Shapiro, by the way, is wearing like fucking new balance bullshit shoes in, and a sport coat and jeans like a freaking scrub. It's hilarious. I didn't yeah. realize that. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to roll into this convention with gym shoes and a sport jacket and some stupid hat. So that's, that's what – okay, that's the photo, right? So Ben Shapiro looking like a fucking fool and some guy in an eye patch because he thinks that he's a pirate. I don't know. A cowboy pirate is what the best way to describe this other guy. So <laughs> – some some guy has the audacity. Come on, name names. <laughs> the audacity. It was Luke Taylor. Yeah, Luke Luke Taylor has the audacity to go out here and say, name this duo, Drunk Side Sox fan, Hate Tommy. Which I laughed at. I yeah, thought it was really funny. You giggled, you giggled, and I'm like, <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> Just well, not. Like, let's also I, mention too, it wasn't the picture that set you off. It was the fact that our guy, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie. Said, yeah. Tommy is Ben, though, because they both have equally awful takes. Yeah. And I'm like, excuse? Excuse? No, not. Don't compare me to that guy. Do not. Don't. Just don't. I don't know. Don't need that evil on me. Don't need that evil on me. Really don't. Like, I'm not some conspiracy shoving jagoff. I really am not. I swear to God. So, anyway, not to, to, to go be down fair, that rabbit hole. But to be fair, <laughs> I'll give Ben Shapiro one ounce of credit and say that he is not Alex Jones. Um, He's not. No, that's, I mean, but that's, that's not a very high bar to clear. Um, <laughs> and uh, I said – in response to Carrie <laughs> that um, I have no, first off, I have no idea who's on the left in that picture, but I also said in regard to you getting upset and in response to Carrie that you have earned that Ben Shapiro. <laughs> you have done that yourself with your yeah. bad takes. I love that. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> You have done that yourself. <laughs> like the episode three bullshit. <laughs> uh, man, dude, we mentioned Star Wars twice in today's episode. That's good. That's good. I know. The Star Wars geek fan club over here. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so I don't really have any more to go off on that because I just like Luke Taylor. Come on, man. Come on, man. Ain't, ain't, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> come on, man. Not, don't do that on me. Don't do that to me. 
I, I, I laughed. So thank yes. you for the last no, it was, And it, thank you, Carrie, for pressing Tommy's buttons again. <laughs> Carrie, go do something else, like, except for bothering me. <laughs> like, <it's... laughs> Hilarious. Now you have another Twitter yeah. point, I guess, don't you? Yeah, so uh, it's <laughs> basically um, I was <laughs> – I was fishing for uh, Lucas Giolito to uh, like my like a tweet of mine, <laughs> and he didn't like my tweet. I well, I went, I I commented on something that he he posted when his internet was out for like two days. That he like he had a post about how like Xfinity and Com he like added Xfinity added Comcast and said like, "Yo, worst ISP ever." Like totally been out of service with no timetable for return of service, and I was like. I feel strongly that they should fix this because you're going to be prominently portrayed on their channels, their flagship sports station. Um, and so I was like fishing for that, like, Oh, Lucas G little, like my tweet, like my tweet. And then he, he ghosted me. I did get one like from Matt England. Thanks, Matty ice. But <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> but Matt, yeah. Matt, Matt England's always out here. What, what, yeah. can, what can I gas you up Tom? But it mostly it. went underappreciated that, <laughs> that i was out out here trying to <laughs> so yeah lucas giolito big ju big jerk not a not a not a p man of the people doesn't care about the little guy that's uh that's what we learned this week because <laughs> he didn't okay. like <laughs> okay it's not like lucas giolito's not famous or something so <laughs> well hey well, let's get back to our baseball talk here tom Yes. Um, obviously, we've been talking free agency, and we've talking about how the White Sox have some gaps to fill. They do. And it, explain what you want us to do here, Tom. Because <laughs> when you first said this, I was like, "No, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is goofy." Yeah, I had to. I had to sell you on this little segment because I think it's funny. Um, so basically, I want to. Okay, so we're out here. It's the hot stove season. All these dream, big pipe dreams of like who could possibly play for the Sox in 2021. Like it's all very exciting, right? So in light of that and considering how there haven't been actually any real moves since Adam Eaton and Lance Lynn, you are sitting here thinking to yourself, well, what could be the best possible person for the holes in the squad right now? And so I bring to you an idea to say, let's use former and current White Sox players' attributes and abilities and create our own superstar athlete to bring to the South Side in a free agent acquisition. So we're creating a mythical baseball so, player with using characteristics from old and current White Sox players. So let me get this straight. This is the build a bear White Sox version. <laughs> that is this exactly is like, what it is. That create is... <laughs> your own build a bear. And they'll be your former White Sox forever. players. Yes. And, and their four and their their best attributes. Yes. It is a build a bear and they're your best friend forever. And it's that is the perfect build a bear White Sox edition. This is what it, this is what we're getting into right now. <laughs> All right. So you wanted to do a position player and a pitcher. So yeah. Which one and do you I want threw to start in, with? I did position player and a pitcher and one just for fun. Just so you know, I don't know if you prepared it just for fun, but I had one just for fun. So let's do um, 
my pitcher is my most serious. So I'm going to go with a pitcher first. So I obviously we've talked. We need a lights out reliever. We just need him. So Liam Hendricks and Alex Colomay are out in the market. But let's say there was this mythical guy. So I, I want somebody who's got Chris Sale's K-9 rate, right? So just like striking everybody out. And Chris Sale, when he was on the Sox, by the way, like his, his peak years where he was like Cy Young every year or like almost Cy Young every year. <laughs> Screw you. Corey Kluber didn't deserve that Cy Young. What was that, 2015 or whatever the hell year it was? 2017, I don't know. But like he, that was Chris Sale's Cy Young. He stole it. Um, I want Bobby Jenks's 12-6 curve just because it's beautiful. Like I don't even know if it's like a useful pitch right now, but it was so fun to watch. I want that. I want that. So the, the K-9 rate of, of Chris Sale, Bobby Jenks, 12-6 curve, and give me Jimmy Cordero's rubber fucking arm. I, he, like, just somebody who can pitch every damn day, like three innings, two innings, back-to-back days, pit twice in a doubleheader, doesn't matter. He's still the same pitcher. That's what I need. I need that. So let me state this. First off, Bobby Jenks' curveball, to call it a 12-6, would be – Gracious. Um, <laughs> that was a get me over pitch because you needed to throw something other than a fastball. Um, uh, there, there were like, there were a few clips that I saw where he, um, and obviously it's set up by the fastball. So he's like busting heat on these guys. And then he's got a big looping curveball that like fools people. Cause they're looking to time that fastball. And I got like highlights in my head of that curve. Like, Bing, hanging <laughs> yeah it's just this fat beach ball but these guys are missing it because they're trying to time the the heater um that's that shit that 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 curveball that's like not that uh, granted like big looping curveball but some shit that makes hitters look silly that's the curveball i want you know what i'm saying mm. okay so okay <laughs> i went <laughs> I, I went a little fun with mine as well, Tom. Oh, okay. So oh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say I went a little fun with mine, unlike you, Tom. <laughs> uh, no. But mine, let's just say I, I put deep thought into this, Tom, at 3.30 right. in the morning. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm For ready. pitcher, I want a pitcher with the look of Ronald Belisario. <laughs> That's so bad. The clutch gene of Bobby Thigpen. Okay. Now we're getting the somewhere. knuckleball of Wilbur Wood. Ooh. The drinking ability of David Wells. <laughs> the vet experience of Tom Seaver. Oh my God, this is beautiful. The sleeper ability of Kelly Wunsch. <laughs> and the inning eating ability of yours truly, your favorite, Hector Santiago. Hector Santiago can eat those innings. God damn, that man is beautiful. Um, Wow, that was quite the player. I don't think he exists. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, especially ain't nobody looking like Bello, Belisario's ass going to be able to put up stats like what you want. Like, <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I, the only thing I'm asking for is a fat knuckleballer. I'll be honest. Just so you can have him on the roster for eternity, like until he's 65, he's going to be throwing his knuckleball. Absolutely. <laughs> but a clutch ass knuckleballer, like, which is a 
that doesn't that's no such thing as a clutch knuckleballer like <laughs> i'm just not saying. anymore not no. anymore no they don't exist man <laughs> ra dickie is is not is not it so <laughs> okay that was beautiful that was beautiful thank you so position player i'm gonna jump in um, I'm, I'm going for an outfielder, obviously, cause I've been, I'm in stumping for getting more outfield help slash a DH kind of a guy. That's good because all of my attributes are from former outfielders except for one. So this okay. is good. Good, good, good. So, okay. Um, so by the way, it's outfield slash DH is, is kind of who I'm looking at. Okay. Cause okay. basically I want Yasiel Puig, but I'm, <laughs> but this is a fictional guy. So what I'm asking for is this, I want Bo Jackson's throwing arm, just somebody who can just gun people down like stupid, like a stupid arm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I also want Jim Tomei's power, just somebody who can just fucking belt, like just bombs, bombs, bombs. All right. I also need Harold Baines clutch gene so I, I i'm kind of annoyed that you use clutch gene in your last one because like low-key the only reason why harold is in the hall is because apparently his clutch gene was next level like he just had ice in his veins so that's what we need we need somebody out here who can just gun people down hit bombs and hit bombs when it matters okay okay that's good um also, do you know what this is kind of reminding me of is when you play sports games as a kid and you create your own player and you give them 99 everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is my fantasy player. <laughs> and you name him after yourself. <laughs> exactly. Steve Smurt out here hitting 142 bombs in one season. 142 bombs and sprint speed 99. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> About 100 infield singles too. Um <laughs> All right, so my, my, my player here, starting off with a non, uh, what do we call those? Non-tangible. Intangibles. Uh, intangibles. Intangibles. Uh, intangible attribute. The swag of Chet Lemon. <laughs> the perfect. experience of Ken Griffey Jr. Good, yeah. The defense <laughs> of Aaron Rowan. Okay. The hitting of Dan Pasqua. Specifically, 1988 to 1991. <laughs> what the fuck is that? The speed of Tim Rock Reigns. Okay, okay. The at-bat song potential of Gordon <laughs> Beckham. <laughs> That's good. And That's good. In honor of one of my favorite White Sox players of all time who was on the team for one year, the Sox Fest drunkenness of Rob McCoviak. Oh, my God. That would be one hell of an acquisition. I, I love that. That <laughs> taking bows, taking bows. Thank That's you. That's good. That's good. Especially the drunkenness of Makoviak and then the swag of Chet Lemon. That would be one hell of a player. Like off the field, that's what we need. We need more of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. So here's my just for fun. I want a starting pitcher too, by the way. I don't know if you've heard me talk about starting <laughs> pitching recently, but <laughs> I think we need it. So um, we're going to be out here with Bartolo Colon's body. He played for the Sox. For, he did. He, for a second. 
Uh, but he, he needs to also have Esteban Loaiza's side hustle. So he's got that, that money. I absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs> hey, we don't need to sign him for that much because he's got that thing on the side that we all know about. Yeah, that's good. So um, you got to have El Duque's cojones that like he just walks into a bases loaded situation. Don't don't damn matter. It's it's three outs. Um, and I need Burley's pace of game because these games is too damn long. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, Steve Stone, pump the brakes. <laughs> I need that pace of game, and um, just because I need one tangible characteristic, because those are all like intangibles, right? I need Lucas Giolito's fastball changeup combo. <laughs> Get those K's, baby. Get those K's. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, that, was, that was that was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, you came in with some fire. I, I like straight up. I'm telling you, I told you I was going to have fun with it and I was going to pull out players that you've never heard of before. Who, yeah, who is Pascal Pasqua? Pasqua. Dan Pasqua. He was on, uh, he was on the White Sox from like 1987 to like 1993. The hell? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, hey, you, you went in the stats. I didn't. So obviously he must have been good enough to stand out a little bit with his what 0.5 war what is it let's pull that up really quick (laughs) no he was he was a really really solid offensively not he was an okay replacement level defensively but uh offense he could hit the ball he could hit the ball dan pasqua all right there you go dan pasqua that's a new one for me um all right so we are not gonna be on the mic until after christmas so that's correct Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, happy holidays to those who do not holiday. celebrate Christmas. You, you're damn right. Happy holidays. I just wanted to chat about like Christmas traditions because I actually don't know too much about the Smurf family traditions or the Steve Smurf traditions, as it were. So what, what's your favorite shit to do? I drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I did know that actually. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, yeah you really don't have to look far. I mean, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's in but, the blood. It's in the blood. What do you drink? What is the? Do you drink nog with spiked nog? Do you drink like spiced brandies or like do you drink oh, spiced God. wine or mole wine or like stouts or what? What is what is your holiday? Mm, okay. Um, so one thing, there's two I'm going to name. So over the last few years, and now that I'm 21, so maybe my mom has been doing this for a while. Wait, you just said now that I'm 21. Like, well, I mean, what are you, that, what? For, I've been 21 for almost five years now, great. And you're, you look like you've been 21 for 30 years. So. <laughs> hey, man, hair loss is a B. Just kidding, just kidding. Um, so my mom has, all, like, I feel like she makes eggnog. Oh, quite a bit over mm-hmm. the holiday season, like every, every, at least once every holiday season. Um, so I actually like eggnog. Um, spiked, Same. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there, my uncle, who my aunt got married when I was like 16, 15, 16. Um, and her husband, my uncle, is swedish at least he's like half swedish i think his last name's anderberg um yeah that that's some sweet yeah <laughs> so he makes glug every year oh, i was gonna and say, uh, yes okay keep it's going. delicious um there's actually some in my fridge maybe i'll have some tonight um when i'm 
a little bit more sober than I am now and a little bit less hungover. Um, but it's very enjoyable. Oh, um, yeah. It's not too strong, but you can taste the alcohol. Oh, yeah. A, 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 a full couple get you in the holiday spirit. Oh, um, big time. So, yeah, that's, that's the holiday drink of choice right there. Most Dude, definitely. I, I am so glad you know what Glug is because, like, that shit just hits the spot especially especially if you're like outside trying to enjoy the the snow a little bit if there is snow you got a cup of that in your hand dude just say merry freaking christmas because that's that's where it's at or happy holidays but 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 i'm telling you like this glug shit is if you haven't had it if you don't have swedish in your family line like like steve or i like get on that because it is a fucking great drink and you got to do it in the pot with some spices you you got to heat that up you don't just throw it in the microwave or you don't drink it out the bottle like a like red wine you heat it up and it's good as hell it's true you should be able to find it at Benny's. i have seen it at Benny's before but i would recommend a little shout out to our old college neighborhood tom go to uh go to the sweden shop go to the sweden shop you the recipes for or the recipe and the uh ingredients for homemade glug and that's yeah. g-l-o-g-g yeah g-l-o with umlaut glug <laughs> yeah yeah it's like that shit yeah 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 it's it ain't in english i'll tell you that i don't know what the fuck i just drink it dude i just it's good as hell and i drink it <laughs> oh for sure for I sure love it that that's good that's good hey man you ever had lefsa did did anderberg sir ever bring lefsa over for you no no i've never uh, wait isn't that the bread yeah, yeah, it's like it's flat potato bread and shit. Yeah, I've had it before, but they don't really. Yeah, but they haven't. I no, he doesn't make that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Good. Haven't I had it at Trey Croner before? Probably, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Lefsa is um, it's not very good, but it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite shit in the world. Now, um, we make it every holiday, and that's uh, um, like every year. My 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 dad's side of the family gets together and does the big hoopla about making um norwegian flat potato bread right um and this year we didn't get to do it but we did a smaller like nuclear family get together and um my ma kind of ran the show on it um and it's just it's not good because you need to add butter and sugar and more butter and more sugar to make it good but like as a conduit for getting butter and sugar into your body it's perfect it is it's <laughs> it kind of reminds me of this um this thing on my dad's side of the family that um so i'm czech and lithuanian you know mm-hmm. that um my dad's side is the czech side and there's this sausage we used to eat every christmas called prosky and prosky is disgusting it's so i don't know how it's made you can only get it at certain specialty shops it is gross but as a family we just enjoyed it because it was a family thing to enjoy like we all bonded over how weird it smelled and tasted I love it. I love it. Yes. And Lefsa is very much like that. You can, you can make Lefsa very good. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy Lefsa. Um, especially the day you're like, if, it, if you're eating it right off the griddle, ooh, ooh, 
Ooh, it's good. You, I, it's I don't know if there's the anything. Oh, oh, good God. I don't know if there's anything you can do to make Prosky taste good. Yeah. A lot of crackers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's not it, man. Um, I think I might have to go pick up some Prosky for my dad. Let's yeah, I'm going to go, I'm gonna to, go look, up, look around the, I don't know what, na- what neighborhood I would have to go to. Maybe in Pilsen, they might have some Prosky and some yeah. check shop. <laughs> so Yeah, like a check shop from 1845. <laughs> like exactly. That was been open since the first Czech immigrants came to yeah. Chicago. Probably. Yeah, straight up. Like, good God, you have to like go in the Wayback Machine. Um, okay, so uh, outside of that, like all my Christmas traditions are freaking food related. So um, you ever had a spritz cookie, man? Mm-mm. it's like it's like those cookies that are shaped like the the christmas wreaths or like the christmas trees well anyway my mom always brought out this big fat like gun that like shot cookies onto a pan and <laughs> it was it was intense man but she like she would like stuff the cookie dough into this like like i swear to god the gun that had the cookie dough was like like an ak it was like it was big (laughs) it was this fat like it was like the biggest piece of equipment she had in the kitchen and she would like hold it and like stuff the the dough in like you know you're like doing a musket like you're shoving it down (laughs) and then then she'd like put it put it over the pan and just go pop 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 with these like delicious cookies and then um said it was like an ak but you you load it up like a civil war rifle very nice (laughs) Well, you know, my my analogies don't always make sense, but that's what, that's what this this cookie gun thing is. And she always makes them like um, these massive batches of cookies because she knows that I eat all of them, and then she needs some for the rest of the family and the extended family. So, like, <laughs> if she brings them out, if like back in the day when I was home when she would make them, I would just like be grabbing them as she was like pulling them out the oven. <laughs> oh man, those those. Those are some good cookies. So Mama Bach and Spritz cookies got to be on the list. Um, but more importantly, with the gifting, right? <laughs> like, I've convinced everybody that the only really thing that I want is socks swag. So I always get new socks swag every Christmas. It's, it's perfect. It's like, it is ideal. It is ideal. I love that. Yeah, I didn't give any any ideas. Uh, I, nobody ever asked me either for, for uh, holiday <laughs> gift ideas. Um, so either I'm going to end up with nothing, which is okay with me. Um, cause that's, 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 that, that's the jolly spirit that I have. That is um, so funny. <laughs> or I'm just going to end up with a bunch of sock swag too, because really that's all my parents know that I know and love socks yeah. and, and my team that is on in just under four hours, baby. The Notre Dame fighting Irish bullshit. I am so pumped, man. Let's yeah. get it. Oh ten, point, ten point underdogs today, though. Ten oh point underdogs. Let's prayers up. Prayers up because I want to see him in the semifinal you need, on New Year's you, Day. You're going to need some touchdown Jesus is what you're going to need. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious okay okay so um what else you got any final thought you're supposed to say that but how how are we feeling is it are you feeling christmased up uh, i'll be honest tom i'm kind of grinchy when it comes to the holidays what in the hell um, i'm not a big holiday person but at the same time there are as you heard there are some holiday things i get into particularly the drinking um <laughs> a drunk shy Sox fan to a t 
Yeah, you're um, you're a teacher. You're you're not even working for the next like three freaking weeks, right? Two, like two weeks. I'm off two weeks. Um, so thus why I indulged a little bit last night. <laughs> I'm hungover now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big holiday holiday person, especially when it comes to Christmas time. I don't know why I I really just really not in the mood. Um, Get some glug. I think it's I think the that biggest you ready. thing. <laughs> all about the glug that that that'll warm my soul and my belly exactly um it'll give a it'll give you a heart for god's sakes <laughs> but i think my biggest thing is f- spending time with family yeah. um and this year a lot of that is changing and yeah. traditionally we've i've always done christmas day with my mom's side of the family which i haven't even mentioned at all um yet but I usually do Christmas Day and the morning after with uh, my mom's side of the family and COVID has changed a lot of that. Some family is still coming out to my parents, which is nice, um, but it's not the full crew. It's about half of what the full crew has been um, over the past few years. Um, And it's understandable. I can't blame my family. I love them to death and um, I pray for everybody's health and safety um, during this time. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot different, and I, uh, I'm just going to try and make the most of, of the few days I'm in the 815 and the family that I get to see, because I'm yeah. grateful that there's going to be some family there, for sure. You're damn right, yeah, and um, all the more reason for the glug, right? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I just miss the days when my cousin, so you know about my cousin who brews his own beer. My yeah, <laughs> brews like the most alcoholic beer in the world there were a couple christmases where he brought kegs to christmas oh, good God. he brought a couple kegs to christmas oh um, my God. like mini kegs like uh two gallon kegs and they got uh, no, tapped out not two gallons maybe maybe they were like three plus um but like yeah like we would we would polish those and those, those were my those were my pre-21 days when he brought those kegs so <laughs> I'm grateful for oh, uh, how much my cousins prepared me for mornings like this. <laughs> That's my holiday shout out right there. There it is. That's what we needed. A little bit less uh, Scrooge and Grinch from you. That's all I was asking for. So, <laughs> All right. Good stuff, man. Well, happy holidays to everybody, right? Absolutely. Hey, everybody, talking, so. it, like I said, stay safe. Um, Seriously. Stay healthy. COVID sucks. Um, for those of you that don't, actually, I think all of the listeners, with the exception of like my father, know, <laughs> don't know this. Um, I did come down with COVID a few weeks ago. Um, it sucks. Um, I was super tired and super achy, but, you know, got through it because I'm young and healthy. So You're big um, and tough, that's why. <laughs> big tough guy. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously, this ain't anything to screw around with. So everybody enjoy the holidays, but also stay safe. Breach. So, Tom, wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, I ain't got nothing but uh, uh, a stocking that's uh, wishing for Yasiel Puig to jump on in. And um, <laughs> and uh, that's, that's about all I need right now. That would, that would make my holiday perfect. God. Rebuilder Buzz. And in Han we trust. Have a good one, everybody. Peace.